Yeah. I like it, man. Nice haircut, too, man. High and tight. That's freaking looking good, dude. Thank you. Stop fighting it. You got the red hot chili peppers, got the penguins, got Mo Vaughn, got a drunk swag. All right, man. This is fucking, here we go, folks. Let's uh, get this drunken bastard on, on tape. Let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Atlas Bach, a weekly chronicle concerning the mundane, weird, and maybe even sometimes dramatic happenings of a simple fantasy baseball league. This podcast captures the thoughts and musings of Greg, Joe, Jack, and Tim, four of the ten owners in the league. This is episode 36, entitled, Is Anybody There? Welcome, Bacher Nation. Swag, it's great to have you back. Good to see you. What's happening, fella? Missed you last week. We missed you. We actually went easy on you, as a matter of fact. I appreciate it. J-Lo, how you doing? I'm doing well. Doing well. Wonderful. J-Lo Wilson, right? <laughs> it's the ever-morphing nickname. And then, uh, Greg, how you doing after a day at, you know, after your darty? I'm doing great. I'm rested. I'm feeling fresh. That was a very responsible way to go about getting wasted today. Just get drunk in the early afternoon, take a nap, and come back and deliver. That's right, because I can't. Taking notes. Taking notes. That's awesome, man. That's we. I, I, maybe we should go a little easier on you on the commitment, man. That's that's getting up, man. That's getting it up. Well, that's also having absolutely nobody in my physical proximity who depends on me. I'm like <laughs> the rest of you guys. So families, I can just do that. You know, I can just say, you know, I'm taking Sunday afternoon from three to eight off, guys. Who cares? Anyone? My dog's been walked. It doesn't matter. I'm checking out for for five hours. Well, you've got it laid out nice. That's right. That's well done. But thank you. Thank you. So let's go ahead and get to the scores. We have Reardon Metal with another yawner, just crushes lethal injection. Mikey's team's been scuffling a little bit. He's been making some moves, so maybe we'll see if he makes enough moves to go ahead and get back on the winning side next week. We've got Mr. Blonde's Heroes, an omission commission, and holy shit. Look at this one. Do we have anybody else playing? Romuto. Holy but shit. There's two outs in the bottom of the ninth, and he's already been at bat. So Look at this one, folks. Curse lives. <laughs> well, Price for 7.8. Root to a loss. See, isn't that crazy? That's the curse, man. Harper does great, and your team just can't get over the finish line. And, hey, good job, Greg. Yeah, and we were led by the uh, disrespected Nomar Mazzara. My apologies. Very strong performance. Mm-hmm. That was actually sooner than I thought. I thought this was kind of a long play for you, or long ball. I heard he listened to the podcast, though. He was upset. Yeah, thanks. I'm, I'm glad that, you know what, that makes it all the better, knowing that he was upset. Thank you. <laughs> I'm glad you're upset, Mikey. Yeah, I don't know if this is a, a hard No, I meant Nomar was upset. Oh, Nomar. Nomar. 
was upset. I thought Mikey was upset. I was hoping Mikey was upset because he didn't like Mazzara. <laughs> but, I don't uh, know that I've ever seen anybody take so much pleasure in the pain of others. Welcome to Greg. Yeah, how long you? Where where have you been the last couple of years that you've known me? There's only been 36 episodes of this. <laughs> I'm a slow learner. Apparently. He's trying to go back into his Mr. Magoo phase right there. Well, that's been destroyed. I mean, he can't. We know you know better. (laughs) I don't think I've ever been called Mr. Magoo. Uh, Three episodes ago. Okay, I was going (laughs) to say, that's the other one I had in my pocket next to Mr. Wilson. So So Greg is kind of a a mix between Andy Rooney and Andy Kaufman, and Joe is kind of a mix between Mr. Magoo (laughs) and Mr. Wilson. Did you ever notice that people on airlines? <laughs> Before we move off this game, I mean, you took off, a, you took out a team that was on a hot streak. Yeah, uh, had just made a big trade for one of the top players in the game, and you were taking weeks worth of shit for people questioning your ability to put together a team that could put up a few wins. So, congratulations, man! I do care. I do want to win. But it does raise for me the question of that rule that I proposed last year that didn't make it onto the ballot, which was having letting us have one non-injury substitution per week. You know, because when I substituted in a doll and he he started riding the pine a little bit, and I was worried that he wasn't going to get back in. He did get back in and scored some points for me. But having that non-injury substitution would have allowed to make today a little bit more interesting. And, and I think it would make Sunday games a little less anticlimactic. Is that too many negative? No, less I, yeah, no, I agree with you, actually, on, on this one. It would be a pain in the ass for the commissioner to, to keep track of. Greg doesn't care. <laughs> well, wait a second. <laughs> Why not, do we I'm need to keep track the, of it? The concept. Well, because each person can do it once. I know, but we have a competitive spirit clause. So, of course, people would only make <laughs> one substitution would act ethically and responsibly. Well, if that was the case, Greg, we wouldn't need a con- competitive spirit clause, would we? Oh, man. I, fuck, you just blew my mind, dude. Ch- chicken or the egg. Yeah. <laughs> Start drinking again, Greg. I should. So the Funk and Punks take out the street people, crush them. Funk and Punks are actually in the running for the top score of the week, so we'll see. They still have another player uh, to go, so we'll see what's happening there. And the Dreamers, once again, victorious. They beat Philadelphia Experiment 2, and then 47 Ronin wins again, beat St. Locash by a healthy margin. So if we take a look at the standings now, the Dreamers are still in control of the Maguire division. They'll move to 4-1. and one. 47 Ronin actually has a win percentage that moves over 500. They'll move to 3-2. and two. Wait, what did I say? What happened to Bad Street? They lost. <laughs> Bad Street will stay in last place. In the Bonds division, St. Locash takes a loss. They'll still retain the lead at 3-2. and two. But Mr. Bond Heroes is trying to make this a contest. Greg's team will move to 2-3. and three. And the Funkin' Punks will actually get off the losing side. Uh, they'll move to 1-4. and four. In the Griffey division, Grid Metal wins again. Ho-hum. Even Joe's getting bored of it. Uh, he'll move to 5-0. and oh. The Emission Commission will move to 3-2. and two, So that creates a little space between the two of them. And the Philadelphia Experiment moved to three and two, and Lethal Injection will move to two and three. So the champ from last year scuffling early, and 
with the finish of this week, we've moved past 20% of the regular season. So there's already one-fifth of the season in the books. Does this change anybody's expectations for who makes it into the playoffs and who actually wins? I mean, I've got to imagine there's been some downgrades of the 47 Ronin. Uh, has it changed any other thoughts out there, guys? I, I don't think so. I think everything's moving pretty much in the direction that everybody expected. You had a couple of interesting games. You had Bad Street and the Punks, the two winless teams. Bad Street is, once again, the worst team in the league. Congratulations, Greg. Thank you. Uh-huh. Absolutely. Not necessarily in the power rankings last week, though. I, I, the, the bots definitely didn't like Greg's team. No. He was in last place in the power rankings. Well, speaking of power rankings, well, another thing that you saw this week was Reardon Metal just beating the living shit out of the defending champions, Lethal Injection. Joe's team in the um, breakdown is currently 33-3. and three. So if he had played everybody every week, only three teams, three different teams, one lucky fucking week would have beaten mm. Joe's team. 33-3 and three is ridiculous. Ridiculous. The Dreamers are 21 and 15, very respectable. Ronin 23 and 13, again, a respectable number. Omission 24 and 12. And then Joe is 30 fucking 3 and 3. Again, as he sits there in his little dark corner, <laughs> just watching everybody else argue about silly shit that has nothing to do with the actual fucking results of the league. 33 and 3 against the field in the first four weeks i did lose two more games this week though <laughs> lost lost to lj no, and lost to Tim this it. week so that would put you at 40 and 5 is that right <laughs> yes wow that's so much less impressive than <laughs> and jesus christ joe it, so so i can expect my uh awards and everything uh for the five-week championship is that what we're saying because it's completely useless There's, to what's going to happen the rest of the year i was doing pretty good this point last year my, my team was pretty fucking good <laughs> exactly and and isn't it isn't it interesting tim traded uh bryce harper and this week he has the high score how about that almost as if there was a curse so that'll that'll be the third team this season that has the highest score I've done it three times. Scotty's done it once, and and now either Tim or LJ is going to do it. Thirty-three and three. It's pretty fucking cool. It is, and and look, in all reality, the first step is to get into the tournament. Last year, I didn't even fucking make it into the tournament. So when you're sitting there five and zero oh, and one fifth of the season gone, essentially you need to get five more wins for the rest of the season, and you're probably going to the playoffs. Let me put it this way. I'm more excited at the prospect of picking up a game on Scotty this week than I am impressed with the 30 and three or whatever it was, 33 and three. Now he's got a point though. I, I, as weird as, and again, we talked about this at the beginning of the season, it's starting to play out. There's going to be a point where a team that's much better than my brothers, no offense to those fans of St. Locash, is going to be a <laughs> lot more stressed out about making the fucking playoffs. I mean, let's give Scotty a nod for a second and say he gets a um, a, a win. Uh, the the Cardinals give up 12 runs tonight. No, sorry, Greg. Mm -hmm. But if, if Scotty was to win, as good as Joe is, as much as he's done, it, it would take two losses and for Ronan and the Dreamers to continue doing what they're doing to literally knock him out of the playoffs. It's going to be a very interesting season with the way that we've set these divisions up uh, between the, the Maguire and, and the Griffey and to see who which wild card is going to get that extra spot. And it's exciting because Scotty's shown the ability to make moves to, to try and uh, secure a, a... Finally. Well, well whatever also, it takes. He's part of the buddy-buddy bullshit farms. 
system. So <laughs> who knows who we might be able to land. But but for me, you know, uh, if I do pull this win off this week, if the Cardinals don't implode, it's currently a rain delay, I believe, um, you know, uh, this is where you guys will see the veracity of my earlier statements that I do care about winning. And I, I'm actually thinking about adopting a, you know what I'm about to say, a mid-ball strategy where I maybe make some moves to upgrade my roster because I'll only be one game out of first place in my division with another mm-hmm. team who's not done well, although he's had a great week this week in LJ. And so this is exactly the type of scenario that um, that I thought might be fun for me personally is to see some of my uh, highly touted minor leaguers start to come up. And we saw David Dahl come up and... And so if I can get a couple of other one or two other players and, and make some good pickups, who knows? I mean, I'm not exactly in the t- toughest division, obviously. That's interesting. Yeah. And I'm highly motivated now based on the whole buddy-buddy bullshit farm system. Comment. You should go after the Astros. Maybe I will. Just a word of caution. The only way you know about the buddy-buddy farm system is because of a comment Chris put on the website and Jack making a big thing about it. Just remember, Jack could be creating controversy to get you to get rid of some of your young players so that he could own the league going forward. <laughs> no, I, I knew about this, the comment myself because I read the same email that Jack did. He didn't need to tell me about it. He didn't need to tell you about the comment, but everything else we know behind the comment came from one person well that's true yeah is there even really a chris that's i mean that's another question you know (laughs) i've actually met him so i can the audio quality is is invariably terrible when he appears in the podcast (laughs) so i wonder if it's not you know jack with some sort of electronic uh, voice box (laughs) and a cardboard cutout you know uh, who knows there really is a chris who is a brother to jack that is a fact now if chris is just to jack what Scotty is to me and you are to me, Greg, well then, yeah, that, that could quite possibly a real person, but in essence, just my farm team. That's possible. Yes. <laughs> possible. I, I'm not even trying to respond to that. <laughs> A multitude of ways. Did you just... I think what Greg is saying is that now he's going to give me some better players and I'm going to give him right. some better players so right. that we can beat your imaginary team with my imaginary Got team. Gotcha. And my imaginary podcast host. <laughs> co-host. Boy, Tim being from out from under the burden of Bryce Harper has done wonders for his swagger, if I may borrow Jack's uh, moniker. <laughs> you know, honestly, I don't miss that that guy at all. Well, clearly. I don't miss him at all. Like, I, 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 and he's been doing great. They move him to the leadoff spot. He's been hitting home runs. And I'm like, I don't care. I just, I never liked him. I never liked that guy. The role that luck plays in baseball and in fantasy baseball just cannot be denied. And so, you know what? If the only way to beat luck is to try to get rid of curses and hexes, then so be it. That's how I'm going to play this stupid game. Jack, what do you think about that whole luck argument? I mean, apparently it's working for him. So they go ahead and ride it until I destroy Scotty's team too. Hopefully, I thought you didn't believe in luck. Well, I don't. Favorable randomness benefits my situation. Right, exactly. <laughs> That's it. He doesn't believe in it when it doesn't matter. He does believe in it when it does, and he's the one that messed with my head for week after week after week. There was no curse. There was no curse. Or Jack made up a curse. I mean, I didn't like Harper anyway. But boy, having the excuse of a curse really made a difference for me. Well, you sound liberated. I do. Well, and watching Scotty's team potentially lose two in a row, Scotty is one of my toughest teams to beat. It's Scotty and the Dreamers. 
And you got to think the Dreamers are going to make the wrong move, right? Yeah, the wrong move, or they're just going to forget to put a lineup in. So Scotty's the one that's been making some really good moves, and I've been talking hex all the time, every day, text, 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 hex, 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 whatever. Can you refer to him as the mid-ball wizard, please? Yeah. MBW. The mid-ball wizard. The mid-ball wizard. All right, gentlemen, so why don't we go ahead and refresh our refresh our drinks. Jack, uh, have another one. You're funny drunk, man. So uh, <laughs> definitely have some more. And, uh, Greg, why don't you just turn that darty into a party, man, and uh, start drinking some more. You're a little sluggish tonight. So uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What the hell is a darty? That's a day party. Oh, okay. I've never had one of those. Greg was dartying today. This education moment with Joe is brought to you by <laughs> Bocker Beer. Bocker Beer. The 21st century. <laughs> it's just really nice to have such great friends to explain things in such a <laughs> sweet way when I ask a question. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fellas, we'll talk to you in a few minutes. Uh, let's go ahead and get hydrated. We'll talk to you Nation, and I'm sorry it took a little longer for us to get back, but we were checking out the Cornhole Championships. Greg, how's it going right now? Well, it's great. Uh, you know, it's an indoor. I, I think they must be in a bowling alley. Uh, they're wearing bowling, al- bowling alley attire. Uh, there seem to be bowling alley type of a cafeteria in the background, but it's doubles. Uh, it's uh, Maudlin and Langworthy yep. taking on Rockwell and Baldwin. Yep. Uh, and I should mention that the entire event, which looks very well done, is sponsored by Johnsonville Brats. Uh, <laughs> and, and there's been commercials on i kind of thought it was cute because they were like this is greg greg just bought a cornhole set from a major big box retailer and it's a cartoon and then greg takes his uh, cornhole set home and when he throws his first bag he shatters his cornhole set and it's an ad for uh, allcornhole.com like if you want the real stuff, where the don't real corn black market go. cornhole don't shit. Go to, yeah, don't go to a fucking Walmart and buy cornhole equipment. You're going to be disappointed, kids. You know, go. Don't mid sack this. No, yeah, exactly. Mid sack. Go full sack. Full yeah, sack. Yeah, exactly. Go full sack. <laughs> go full sack or go home. Right. <laughs> We're giving them some free love because they deserve it. I mean, that's a it's a. Oh, my God. That guy's wearing plaid cargo shorts with, like, a Banlon sponsor's shirt. Uh, God, you wouldn't catch me dead in Banlon. When you look at the crowd here, and, guys, I'm not casting aspersions because I'm, I'm big-boned as well. But they're, they're much We're a husky, Greg. We're a husky. Let's just say husky. 
Yeah, okay. My mom used to add baby fat still, even when I was like 34. <laughs> you know, that's just your baby fat, you know. But uh, yeah, there are a bunch of sausage eaters in this in this crowd, I can tell. I got caught with a sausage eater once. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> what, what, what were the circumstances of that, Jack? It was a drunken college night. Were you paid? I didn't go to college. Was this a paid <laughs> endorsement? Were you paid? <laughs> Well, that's what college is for, experimentation. That's right. I just, I didn't go. I just went there to experiment. I would show up at the campus, you know, every night. We we pay a stupid amount of money to CBS Sports to host our website. And yeah. one of the, you know, paid benefits is they put out a power poll ranking every Tuesday with some comments, some bot generated comments. And the 10th ranked team, Mr. Blonde's Heroes. Oh, uh. Yeah, right? I mean, it said very appropriately for our worst team. Whoa. So even the robots are going after Mr. Blonde's Heroes, even though he had more wins than two other teams. They called him appropriately our worst team. Wow. And that that he was predictably disappointing. This isn't a girlfriend of his. This is actually the bots. Because we've heard that before, right? Well. No, I take exception to that. I'm unpredictably disappointed. (laughs) That's a very good point. You can't predict the ways and when I'll be disappointing. It it just sneaks up on you. It's unpredictable. (laughs) That's what makes it so bad. And the the bots said that he was uh, scored the fewest points as he was predictably expected to do so. Now, what the fuck, Greg? Why would the bots even be coming after you? Like, what, what, what? I, I, I just don't get it. Well, I wonder who controls those bots, Tim. I mean, because you, you yourself revealed your bias and your little lead in there. You're saying appropriately called me the worst team. Why is that appropriate? No, no, that's, I don't have the, that's what the bots said. The bots said very appropriately for our worst team. That's what it said. That was the robot. That wasn't me. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, uh, I think maybe they're jealous of my honesty and just my approach. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I have a bet. I mean, it's all about record, is it not? We're a, we're a head-to-head format league. It's not a cumulative point league. So correct. Um, you know, who knows? But I think I, I can't. I, I'm expecting a full apology from the bots this week after I pull out this win against a. Uh, consensus uh wild card uh bound team apparently the bots were not privy to what was obviously a very well thought out trade that greg made to get no more mazara thank you um, it's fucking bots you know although it's probably inevitable that we'll have robot overlords in our lifetime sure that that that's this shows the limited uh, capabilities of the robot mind. They can't think about the heart and soul of a player like Jed Lowry, who's going right. to lead Mr. Blonde's heroes to uh, to big, bigger and better things. Take a look at Pop's team, bot. <laughs> <laughs> Sons of bitches. You'll recall, Greg, uh, when you and I played earlier, it gave you what a seventy-something percent chance of beating me. Yeah. Quite that close. Oh, that, was the, that was the week <laughs> that bots spoke crack, actually. Yeah. Right, 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 right. One yes. week a year. I think Joe and the bots like share a singular consciousness. Right. Joe is the CBS Sportsline bot. He's, you know? he's coding right now, right? Like he, just... He's so worn out on the podcast, and, he, uh, and, and so he's a quieter contributor because he's planning uh, all the writing that he needs to do for the weekly updates given by the CBS bot. <laughs> 
He's like Neo. He has the power to remake remake the Matrix as he yep. sees fit. The lawnmower man. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, the lawnmower man. That would be an app description more than Neo. <laughs> sure. There's some deep meaning there. <laughs> the lawnmower man. Yeah, there you go. As he calmly <laughs> takes a sip of his coffee and sits back down like a stoic manager, you know. That's not coffee, Tim. That's uh that's Quaker steak, uh, Quaker state oil. Yep. <laughs> so so far you've talked about sacks, sausage being lubed up, uh, sausage eating. There's a common theme here. What theme is that, Joe? You guys are scary. Yeah, you're me. the Joe's criminally insane. Yeah. What What is it? That I thought we established out? that. <laughs> I can't take my eyes off the fashion in this uh, cornhole league game. <laughs> This is how we spend our time right here. This is it, gentlemen. This is how we the one, share our time. The right? one dude looks like uh, John Gruden. <laughs> it may be the John guy, Gruden. It, it may be. He looks just like him. Although he's back into the, he's in the profession again. So, Yeah. You know, I think what would be, what enhanced this, uh, this game, you know, sponsored by the good folks at Johnsonville Brats, Instead of throwing bags, if they threw like packages of of brats, because <laughs> they're approximately the same size as a, as a cornhole bag. Or you could have a sack that looked like a package of brats. There you go. Right. That's that's yeah. That's wiser. They actually have a telestrator. Like there's a there are commentators <laughs> drawing on the on the on the cornhole board, like uh, you know, speculating uh, on what what they're gonna do next. Is it it's, mixed doubles? No, it's it's uh it's just doubles. It's very similar to, to cornhole boy to curling, I think. So it's, there's no danger of of one of the wives or, or partners calling out the other person for stepping over the line. No, no danger. Okay. No, there are actually referees in this one because it's not a friendly fucking backyard game <laughs> of cornhole, Joe. And there's no competitive spirit clause. I don't know how the competitive spirit clause even applies. It's just I don't either. Having fun. Somebody said it last week in the backyard. And these guys couldn't look more casual, right? They're just flinging it up there. They're not even seemingly. They're not. I mean, they're like one after another. They're tossing them up there. Do they talk back and forth about strategy, or are they wearing headphones? Or no, they're they're uh, they're certainly in the zone. They're professional athletes, Joe. Uh, they're in the zone. It's cornhole. Their 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 preparation is hold my beer. Yeah, on, one man. guy has glasses on, and then he has sunglasses on the brim of his cap, and they're indoors. Riddle his, me that. That's his look, man. That's like that's yeah. like fucking Larry Bird and Magic Johnson wearing short shorts, man. That's their look. There's a fucking look there, dude. And these are sponsored athletes, dude. These like they they are actually selling product. The they pros. are sponsored, yeah. But I, honestly, I feel like writing to the commissioner of the league, man. Listen, dude, get a move, make a directional move away from Banlon. That is not a flattering material for your athletes. Let's go all <laughs> cotton. I think for the good of our listeners, uh, we should just put this segment out of its misery. <laughs> let's let's just go have some more drinks and let's come move back. On to some and, more important, things. right? Like, let's just. Let's just end this and God damn it. 
Let's get a guest next week so they don't have to compete. Yeah, yeah, to prove Greg's point even more that maybe we should gather up on Thursday or Friday. (laughs) Even the PSYOPs officers are throwing their headphones on the ground like, these fucking guys. Jesus Christ. They disappointed. They disappointed, right? We we were the the guys that... at least with segments like this, we'll drive away the people that are stealing our materials. <laughs> yeah, the guys at ESPN Radio, the executives of ESPN Radio are tearing up our contracts as, as we speak. What contract? They were just filthy stealing it. That wasn't even, there was no contract. Steve Phillips. Steve Phillips, that motherfucker. Let's go get some sausage and beer, and uh, we'll be back in Let's a minute. <laughs> Omission's getting bitten by the curse. I did throw it out there to him about the curse. Yeah. And he just, he kind of acted like, nah, the curse only was on Tim. And, um, but the curse was on Chris. The curse is on me. So I, I mean, that's two teams. So he actually believes in curses. How do we, do we, I would like to speculate maybe now or, or some other episode as we see if this curse persists, which I'm sure it will, to speculate how the curse could be broken, theoretically. I'd like to speculate that if I got Bryce Harper and had Betts and Stanton, I wonder what that would do to me. <laughs> would Scotty. Scotty. Because it's basically Tim's old team if I do that. Well, honestly, maybe if Scotty is, is if, if he does lose, if I do pull out this win, and Scott's lamenting the situation, maybe the thing to do would be to make a trade with Joe, trade him Harper. Honestly, I, when I think about the Harper trade, as I was looking at the curse, I was thinking that the, the solution of the curse would be to somehow get Harper back to Chris. But Tim, you're saying you tried to make that happen? Yeah, I tried to make it happen. And Chris just felt like he, his words to me were, it feels like a pity trade. There's no way I'm doing that. <laughs> I swear I to God. It. Guys, no, I, anyone yeah, out there wants he, to give me a pity trade? I'm all for I, it. Dude. <laughs> I, I'd like to true. I, I, seriously. I think it, it this Bryce Harper thing has gotten into so many people's heads so badly that that's a that's a true statement. He literally didn't trade. And, well, and, and but I spoke to him afterwards. I said, "Did he r- really offer you that?" He said, "Yeah." <laughs> I said, "Did you not want to do it?" 
And he's like, well, I mean, it just, uh, I was like, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> so I, like, he really like, it, it got to the point where I, I think he wanted to do the trade, but he was just like, what, what's going on? What, why is this happening? What's going on with Bryce Harper? What, what the fuck? Like it has gotten to the point where, and now it's going to continue hopefully with Scotty. So let's fucking yeah. ride this motherfucker out until he gets back <laughs> wherever he be. Chris is in his head, you know, with his, uh, with his email and now trades happening, you know, he's, he's starting to overthink things, oh, which yeah, is perfect for me because that will give me just the edge I need to take the division. <laughs> <laughs> See, unfortunately, it would, be, it would be really hard for Scotty and I to make a trade because we're we're both trying to beat each other. Those those type of trades don't happen very often. Jack and I didn't trade last year because we were both trying to probably trying to get the same players from other teams to compete it's with tough. one another. And he can act like he's you know a pure scientist. Um, he's not. I plan on any chance I get reminding him of the uh, Harper curse. Is he the atheist in a foxhole? The midball wizard is not. Guys, just a quick programming note. Uh, now they've moved on to the ladies' cornhole championship singles. And so you're saying the good jiggling? Th- th- these girls don't miss. <laughs> I- I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not exaggerating. Like They each just threw four sacks, and each one of them, boom, right into the hole. Boom, right into the hole. They handle the sacks well, and, is what you're saying. Oh, yeah. And, and one of them, if I dare oh, say, God. is quite lovely. <laughs> Ms. Cameron. Belvin, if you're listening, Cameron, we'd Greg love to have you on as a guest. Hey, um, the reality is, mm-hmm. is you are in cornhole country, Greg. I know. You are. This is yeah, true. Absolutely. I'm definitely in Johnsonville, That's Barats right. country. That's right. You know, it, it, kind of talking about where you live and, and, you know, looking at how many people are downloading this podcast, I'd really like to know who the hell is listening to us. <laughs> There's no way that the four of us are downloading this episode, these episodes as much as, I mean, we're talking about thousands of downloads have happened. We can start to deconstruct. Well, that's, we can de- deconstruct okay. and speculate. I have an idea of who some of our listeners are very small percentage of them. And I have an idea of, of how I've right. promoted the podcast, but then where that leads us is anybody's. I, well, yeah, I mean, we know, we know Justin listens to the podcast, right? Given what, you know, what he's talked about. We know Scotty right. listens to the podcast. So that's now we're at five. My family hates me. So none of my family <laughs> listens. So that's, that's out. I haven't shared with my family at all. My wife knows, but she doesn't listen. It's funny. I've tried to get my siblings to listen and they're like, yeah, I don't think so. It doesn't sound interesting at all. I, mean, I know, but it's funny. You know, like, no, I don't think so. Yeah, yeah and we picked up one listener last week. Even though she didn't download it, my wife wanted to hear Tammy. So it doesn't count as a download, though. Right, exactly. So that didn't even, so you downloaded every week anyway. So that's not an addition. You were just, she's just like uh, kind of coasting along under your download. Correct. Guys, there's. There's four of us out of the 10 teams in the league, and we're barely at 60% within the fucking league so, listening to the so podcast. So who's listening to us? How, I don't How know. Is, who's, like, who, who's out there? Well, I, I've told a couple of coworkers, you know, former coworkers. We know that somebody in Portland is a former coworker of both of ours. Yes. yes. Uh, says hey, he listens and enjoys it. And say, yeah. Jay, you're awesome. Yeah. Greg and I love you. You do great work. Yeah. Shout out to you. If you're listening, yes, you're awesome. Uh, Jay, if you're listening, we <laughs> no, all love true. you, actually. But Jay so. does awesome work. Jay is you're our super one of those people that really, 
like holds himself to a higher standard and he he really what he does he makes the world a better place in doing it I, I i won't go into too much detail i don't know if jay would want us to but jay you're awesome okay so there, now we're at now we're at seven okay go ahead well i often told people let me just say one thing i often told people that jay is that organization's yes. secret weapon yes he just does so much anyway yes he's our original super fan as well that's seven we're at seven Okay, so that's seven people. Thousands of downloads. We're at seven. Now, I can tell you a little bit about, you know, I have my silly little social media ventures. Uh, I have my, we have the Atlas Bach um, Instagram feed, which I really haven't done much with until maybe the last month. And it's not exactly, I'm not exactly uh, treating it like a full-time job, but I'm I'm posting some content. It was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. And, and Scott was right. His daughter is quite lovely. Um, and then there was, I, I have the Twitter account as well, but I've done right. even less right. with that. And, you know, in like our Instagram feed for Atlas Bach, there was like, up until recently, we had like, you know, four <laughs> followers, you know, and, and two of the four were my other Instagram <laughs> accounts. <you know>? so, <laughs> Why so, do you have more than one Instagram account? I'm about to tell you, Joe. Uh, Joe, Instagram is a uh, social media platform <laughs> where people. I ask you why. Oh, I know oh, what Instagram sorry. is. Uh, well, I'll tell you. Not I have that my I've own. ever seen it. I love how he gets a little fucking annoyed, right? Like, I know what that is. Joe, <laughs> Get off my lawn. Okay. Joe read an article that. about I'm it and Reader's Digest. Up that. That's right. uh, anyway, but yeah, so I, I tell you, Joe, I have the Atlas Bach one. But I also have the um, my personal one. You know, uh, G Christ C. That's my personal Instagram account for anybody who wants to follow me. That's Greg Christopher Dude, we Crow. We don't I'm talk not the uh, last names unless it's a really fucking good joke and we have to leave it in there. Like, oh, yeah. That's Sorry. how I met the Three, Okay. Anyway, so I have, I have G Christ C. And then I have, uh, I told you guys last year, I, I'm doing that little vegan food blog and I have an Instagram account for that. That Instagram account is that interestingly has I have about twelve hundred or thirteen hundred oh followers on that. So your your blog has an Instagram account. Why wouldn't you just use the same one that you have? Because the blog is something different. The blog is don't you write it? It is a website. I I do, but I haven't really done a lot with it lately. But you know, Joe, let me explain social media to you. Even though I'm not exactly <laughs> an expert, you know, people don't walk around like checking out websites as they cruise around their day. But a social media platform like Instagram or Facebook, you know, allows people to see a feed of information quickly, as opposed to saying, "Now, what's the next website that yeah, I except like it's to not quickly with? if they have to if they see your if if you have two different ones, they have to follow two different things to get the same amount of information. No, no, they're, they're, the content is is fairly agnostic. It doesn't uh, cross over. But it, look, look, I'm trying to explain our marketing strategy, and we're Joe and I are having an on air argument about it. <laughs> It's, it's just, just for something that I refuse you need to, do. to know from sixty minutes. So I do put I, I do put like the recent teasers from our podcast onto my vegan begun uh, Instagram feed, and I get you know it's not it's not the most liked content on that feed, but I do get a lot of these other vegan like people websites and shit like liking our material. So we probably have. You know, three coworkers 
some Eastern Europeans and a shit ton of vegans listening to this <laughs> podcast randomly. Right? But I w- wouldn't it be great, guys? And I'm saying this to anybody who may be listening. Reach out to us. We would love to get some listener feedback about what you like about the podcast, even to the point where you could be a guest on the show, right? Yeah, I'd love to just get their perspective on what the heck they're hearing. I'd just love to know who they are. What What do they do? What? Wh- Why? Exactly. I mean, <laughs> we don't even have 60% of our league listing. What is it? I'd love to get to know you. I think our audience would love to get to know you. So look for our Atlas Bach Instagram account and just you know send, a, send a, a comment on one of our postings or send a private message. Let us know that you're out there. That you exist. That this yeah. is real. The midball wizard said, it's the bots. This couldn't possibly be real. <laughs> and I... Yeah, took a little exception to that. Hater. Although I think Greg got him back by putting his head on Elton John's body and then putting that up on Instagram. (laughs) If you haven't checked it out, guys, it's on Instagram. That actually is Scotty. And the emotion that Scotty has on that face uh, with Elton John's body on it is perfect. Yeah, thank you. Uh, So, yeah, I I wonder who it could be. Like sleep experiment (laughs) groups or uh, like insomniacs, uh, you know, they're playing that for them. I don't know. I'm out. (laughs) Jesus, I'm actually just looking through our Instagram feed. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, There is a theme. There's definitely a theme. I think it's mostly tied to what we're talking about on the air. If you you actually have a chance to go through there. (laughs) By the way, Greg, my wife loved the one of me. Yes. Oh, good. As the Wizard of Oz, yes. It's great. It's, it's a great feed. And then several pictures of Greg drinking. Well, in that balcony that I love so much. <laughs> the balcony. There is one of the... Well, actually, no. It was the greatest selfie of all time is the one that made it up there. There was one on, on ah. uh, St. Patrick's Day. We have a Dropkick Murphy's t-shirt. Great fucking band. That's awesome. Oh, right, right. Yeah. Why did they call it a feed? Is somebody consuming something? Yeah, information feed. Yeah, that's exactly it. <laughs> Oh, and our baseball cards up there. And then there's a picture of Bruno Sammartino. Yeah. And then there's Sib Hashian. And, and the rhododendron that re- he resembles. Our highest liked post has five likes. <laughs> well, it should be. It says so much. Please. I feel like, uh, you know, what was the movie with uh, Will Smith where he was like the last human being? Oh, yeah. Uh, I Am Legend. Yep. I feel like we're broadcasting this request out to the void like uh, Will Smith was like, if you're out there. Please come find me. I'll be at the pier every day at sunset. You know, Wait, we're we're there every morning in your i every Thursday morning in your iTunes feed, right? We, we're there. Right. Yes, let us know. I am legend. That, that, actually, that was a great book. Who wrote that book? Yes, Richard Masterson. Yes. The book was was even better than the movie. It was great. Well, was and he, Masterson well, or Matheson. Benjamin Matheson, yeah, yeah. right. And it, well, and the, of course, the original film was starring our friend Charlton Heston. That was the original. Richard movie. Matheson, right? I Am Legend, and yeah. They, the, but the film in the 70s was called Omega Man. The Omega Man. Yep. That's right. Love that movie. That was no Soylent Green, though. No, no, it wasn't, but it was good. It was The Last Man on Earth in 1964, The Omega Man in 1971, and I Am Legend in 2007. Yeah. Uh, book still stands up today. It's great. It's great. I agree. Joe longs yes, for that to happen. <laughs> Just but like for a book to stand up? No, no. To be the Omega Man. <laughs> that would be fucking awesome. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> but he'd have no one to beat in this fantasy league. These are all and I would my plants. <laughs> all these plants are mine. 
Every guy so in the world belongs to me, and he, I get to trim them all. He would, he would talk the most during every <laughs> podcast. <laughs> right. shit podcast. He'd be perfect at the power pole every year. Hey, it's Joe again, uh, and, and once again, we're the most downloaded podcast in the world. He would have uh, he would have Take volleyballs that, with their faces on it, right? Mine would be a little a little flat and a little fluffy, but. Uh, yeah, you know, it's like you know. I would be one of those big red, overinflated like playground balls. You know? Yours would be a tether ball, and you would keep coming at me, and I'd have to keep batting it away. <laughs> nice. Oh, gentlemen. Well, I, I, you know, I think we've just, I think we've kicked the shit out of anything we possibly could tonight on the podcast. <laughs> Rid, ridden this horse into the ground. <laughs> I think we've saved civilization again. <laughs> Quite, quite frankly, yes, our, our probably our weakest podcast to date. I think this is this is it. This is uh, well, this is where the editing comes in, Tim. That's right. This you is all the right. raw materials Got right there. You if you can up. just, yeah, if you can just raise your editing game, I think we have yeah. a winner here. We've been pumping you full of content for <laughs> fucking week. It's about yeah, right. Do your job, okay? Well, what you could do is go back to the cutting room floor and add a third segment of. That's you right. know, bloopers that didn't make it into the previous podcasts. And, and by the way, did uh, did either of you guys want to whine about the trade that was just made? Oh, yeah. Well, what do I care? We're all part of the same buddy-buddy bullshit oh, farm right. system. Who cares? It was just my turn to feed the machine. Yeah. So, now, yeah, so break it down. Too, it's two minor league guys. I like Soto personally a lot, but it's two minor league guys and some dude Corey that Dips. no one gives a shit about, so. I like Corey Dickerson. He's doing well Me for too. the Pirates. But Joe, what is your motivation? Where do you see Corey Dickerson fitting onto your team? Uh, just to have a little bit more outfield help on my bench. I reached out when I saw Mookie Betts was injured in the second inning. They took him out of the game. He was. He's not going to miss a game with the Yankees. He's been on a tear, and you know, like baseball, got hit with a was it a throw to first an errant throw right? Uh, hit him in the you know the shoulder blade. Yeah. And I said, you know, hey man, like you, I and I looked at Joe's team and I was like, well, he needs a little depth, and I've got some extra outfield depth, and I really like Juan Soto. I've like I've been trying to get him for for shit like fifteen months. So I need a little help because uh, Cespedes is also injured on my bench, and yeah, he pulled up lame clot, today, right? So he's got one hundred and fifty year old lower body. That means he's probably out for the year now. Or he'll come back next week. This is the part that, that when people get upset about stuff, like all this kind of shit goes on, right? You're watching, you're, you're, you know, this is something that Jack taught me years ago. Like, watch the other teams. Watch what's going on. Try to put yourself in that owner's position. I saw that happen. I looked at his team. I was like, shit, man, he needs some outfield depth. I've got Corey Dickerson, who, by the way, was it was tough to kind of put him in a trade because I really like Corey Dickerson. I saw him hit... Uh, he had two strikes on him. He choked up on the bat, which you never see anymore. Yes, exactly. Exactly, Jack. But he freaking he, he hit it out of the park. <laughs> he had he, he hit it out of the park. I mean, it wasn't a broken bat Bryce Harper curse home run, but it was a, uh, you know, I mean, it was he, he turned on a, a changeup and, and just put it out of PNC Park. And I thought, man, this is guy's a throwback. I like him. I like him. It's fantasy baseball. Like, what the fuck? But. I like this guy. I'm going to well, bust him uh, up and ship him off. <laughs> I like winning better. Yes. 
I like I like him enough to convince somebody else to like him. Just wanted him to feel I've, good about. I've him. also always treated. Sorry, Joe. Go ahead. I just wanted to say he was a throwback guy that probably would have got hit by Bob Gibson if he played at the same time. <laughs> I forgot what I was going to say now. Oh, come on! Must not have been very important. Well, I was going to say that when when Tim mentioned him choking him on a bat. Jack had what I could only describe as like a, a orgasm on the air, like oh, oh yeah. It was, it was, it was actually I was um, squealing in delight. Not in delight, no. I took uh, it as disgust, mocking him, uh, pumping up the player. I thought you were thrilled by it, by the old the school aspect of that mediocre player that he's continuing to pump up as we continue. That's the way Tim play. operates, though, guys, on every trade. Boy, you really took me on that trade. That right. Right. Exactly. I have never, ever, right. ever, except to Pops, ever said those words. <laughs> so you did have said them. I said them to Pops all the time. Any trade you do with Pops, you always have to tell him. Okay. You know, you, you got me on that one, Pops. You really took me to the woodshed on that one, Pops. <laughs> oh, it's just part of the, it's just part of the, that's just part of the trading process with Pops. But, well, you do it for me. You do it to me too. Like, oh boy, you're I don't know about this. No, it's one. yeah. There's no specific words, but right, nobody leaves a trade with Tim thinking, God, I fucked him. It, yeah. Every time you're like, That's God, man, did I really? Did I really no. make that great of a deal? He really, no, it, no, him. No. It is. He's no, a. No, he, no, yep. No. Yep. I. That's not true. All right. One, <laughs> two, three. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh my gosh. That the, the the freaking sack on Scotty though to just say hey hey one two three like I was gonna like what was he thinking <laughs> what like we never we never said that was the case we never like what was that like where did where did he come up with that I'm gonna need you to cut <laughs> just, that right there and uh, ready right? one two pick it up here Doesn't okay he no <laughs> what this podcast is all about like there, there's no way. <laughs> That was coming out. Apparently there was no not. way. There was no way. And he knew it. He knew it when he said, I really stepped in it tonight. Like, he knew it. He knew it. I was going to say, apparently we give the perception of a <laughs> polished product in some fashion. I One. don't know how that happens, but. But where would you, like, you intuitively, like, where would you think that? Did he, like, do an internship at his college radio station or something? Or, I mean, where would you even think that that's the thing to do? I don't know. I don't know. The only thing is, before we start a segment, I say three, two, one. That's it. And it's just so I can look for that signature and I can go there to cut. So, as Joe said, hey, he's probably making it easier for you. But we have never, nor have the three of you ever once thought, no. no and that's why Justin fun. sounds yeah. so scared when he's on there because he knows, shit, if he, if he messes up, it's getting in, right? <laughs> but Scotty, Scotty rolls in yeah. thinking, "Hey, you know, uh, I'm I'm big people here. You know, I co-hosted once. Sure, yeah, all right. You you go ahead. I'm gonna I'm gonna direct you on how to edit. <laughs> it wasn't even direct. It was just it was just randomly like, okay, I'm going to insert this sound break. Here. That was the that was the hubris that was shown. He didn't even he didn't even act, he yeah. didn't even say, wait, can you cut that out or anything? Like he just went to it, right? How's this for hubris? I just realized the fucking Yankees got a 15 this week. Oh, sorry. Were we not bragging on your team, it, enough, Joe? Let's come. Okay, everybody. Let's come back. Let's take a look at. Okay. Let's yes, go back okay. to the first three. Talk about it's two, all about three, me. Obviously, we didn't two, talk about one. About. So, yes. again, the best team Pretty ever is Joe's. This just in, everybody. Joe's, Joe's kicking, kicking ass. ass. 
Joe, Three, you have possibly two, done better one, than this. Major Joe's ass. Major ass. Joe. Oh, Joe. shucks. Three, two, one. I give up. Joe uh, can't be beat. I, I'm, res- I'm quitting my team. I'm becoming a zombie because Until I realize the futility of competing. Joe the way it's thirsts be. after success so much that he is bragging on the Yankees. Remember last season when Joe's like, I can't even have the Red Sox because I just get so wound up. I can't go against my team now. The evil empire, he's bragging on air. My pitching staff is the best pitching staff. My pitching staff is the best pitching staff. And the only reason you have them is because Pops traded away his pick. Pops would have them right now. Pops would probably be in the uh, top five right now, right, if he had the Yankees. Oh, Maybe Joe just jumped the shark. With his team. He, he, he's become oh everything that he despises. Oh, my God. I don't, I don't believe I ever despised uh, winning. Mm-hmm. I, I think I'm pretty happy with it. I'm enjoying it. I was just pointing out. Even, that, even, oh, if, yeah, you have, really even if you have to make fucking unholy, high score this week. Even if he has to make an unholy 15. alliance for the Yankees. It doesn't matter as long as he's winning. Hey, they're, I know they're going to suck this week because they're playing the Red Sox. And I still would uh, trade for another pitching staff. Well, you treat people, Joe. You're elitism. Seriously. Well, you shit on everybody. Yep. You can. You have a, the magic ability while everyone else is hating everyone else to get for just one moment everyone to hate you. It's a gift. <laughs> <laughs> it's like high school all over again. Or if you're one of those assholes, it's a gift. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Jeez, that's humor circa <laughs> 2013 that was great Greg a gif is <laughs> wow Whoa. Oh, there's shit. no way that's not coming out it's happened. you want to give a 1, 2, 3 count on that one holy shit that's <laughs> in. you abandoned that like a leaky life raft nope. that that's was just keeper. like you started and then you walked away I dropped my mic, but I paid too much for it. Hmm. Look at, actually, Greg's just staring into the camera. It's a little, that's a little scary right there. (laughs) Normally he's watching. He's looking at his first week. First week, first we lose half the Avengers. I've given everything I have. He's talking shit. I've given everything I have to give. Wow. Now we're, the Bocker Nation is finally seeing the Joe that we know. Like that, that is, it's about time, I think. Jack and I concerted assault. Greg decided to join forces with the allies. And now we're starting to see the cracks. We're throwing everything at them. And now we're seeing it. The evil Joe, the heartless Joe, the Sith Joe. Yeah, exactly. The the inhumane Joe, the Joe unencumbered by any semblance of human emotion. Neighbors are afraid of. And rightfully (laughs) so. Well, that and the fact that he names his fucking plans. But yes, is that bot Joe? (laughs) <laughs> mm. Not saying anything. A wise choice. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, gentlemen, yes, listen, oh, um, Greg, I'm sure you're tired after your partying all day long. And, um, well, actually, no, you did have a nice refreshing nap, so you might be able to party some more. Yeah. I'm going to be up till 4 a.m. You know? <laughs> yes. Uh, Jack is. Uh, been seriously inebriated before we even started winding um, down he's winding down he'll sleep nice tonight joe's probably gonna go strangle some kittens or something like that um, <laughs> uh, 
Um, <laughs> Holy shit. That was harsh. Just, just one more win, dear Lord. Strangle another kid, Joe. Okay. <laughs> well, man, now, now that, I guess maybe. Until I lose a game, I'm going to strangle a kid in a day. So my streak is broken. That's it, Bacher Nation. You heard it here first. Oh, God, we're going to get uh, the PETA folks or the uh, ASPCA folks. Uh, we're going to get that protest we asked for. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we are listening, fuckface. He really doesn't. He has two beautiful cats. Yeah, no, no kittens were harmed no. in the recording of this podcast. No, it's, all, it's all humor, comedy. Oh, my God. <laughs> I think we're just going to mercifully put an end to this podcast, fellas. You, you, you have yourselves a good yes. cat. cat scratch fever, <laughs> and you got to dig that up from uh, <laughs> Oh, uh, Bacher Nation! A lot of sorry. drinking went on tonight. Sorry. sorry, we're just all over the place. Pretty sloppy tonight. Uh, you know, if you're still hanging in there for the next episode, you're definitely need to reach out to us on uh, Instagram and Twitter. Yeah. You know what we could do for a future segment, Tim. When we run into a situation like this, let's let's hold it in reserve. We could put together, or you could put together, Tim. This all work on you. Is a top? Well, no. Listen, a, a top ten. Uh, you know, a third segment of these are the top ten songs from previous episodes oh, of Atlas Pop. I actually do. I have I have some greatest hits from last year too uh, that I might be able to use as well. Yeah. Um. I, I, it's only like four or five, but it's like snakes on a plane and uh, some of the other, um, or snake on a plane and, and some of the really, really good stories and funny moments. I had, yeah. Yeah. Recycle had, material. That's what I we got to do. plans to do that over the winter. Six months. I couldn't even put one show together. Not because there wasn't plenty of material. It was just, I was fucking lazy as shit. All right, guys. Hey, listen, I love you. Thanks uh, for letting me be a little late and uh, we'll talk to you uh, next week. All right, gentlemen. All right. Adios. Later, boys. Good fellas. <laughs> Sayonara, Gamera.
bother me. Daddy's drunk again. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Joe, social media. Those are um, (laughs) internet. Says the guy who can't work his microphone. Oh. Is Joe becoming Mr. Wilson? (laughs) (laughs) It's Mr. Wilson. See? Exactly. You mean like Tim Wilson? Is that the right name? Tim right. Wilson. Yeah. Dennis the Menace? Dennis, yeah. yeah. Oh, that guy. Oh, I've been that guy for years. Get off my fucking lawn. Who <laughs> reads about him every Sunday in the newspaper? That's a nice thought. Somebody having a drinking game based on our podcast. It, well, if they're listening to our podcast, they're probably heavy drinkers. What the hell is Bam Lom? Like, you know, it's like... Uh, it's like the technical material that like a runner's shirts are made out of stuff, you know, it, it let's just say that it clings in all the wrong ways. <laughs> you know, it's a lot of jiggling happening. <laughs> these guys are releasing, releasing the bags. <clears throat> Jesus. <laughs> hey Joe, seriously, like good trade. Perhaps one of the most interesting words in the English language today is the word fuck. Out of all of the English words that begin with the letter F, fuck is the only word that is referred to as the F word. It's the one magical word. Just by its sound can describe pain, pleasure, hate, and love. In English, fuck falls into many grammatical categories. As a transitive verb, for instance, John fucked Shirley. As an intransitive verb, surely fucks. Its meaning is not always sexual. It can be used as an adjective, such as John's doing all the fucking work. As part of an adverb, surely talks too fucking much. As an adverb enhancing an adjective, surely is fucking beautiful. As a noun, I don't give a fuck. As part of a word, abso-fucking-lutely or in-fucking-credible. And, as almost every word in a sentence, fuck the fucking fuckers.